Welcome to Veterans Era, the Veterans Hour, with your hosts, Douglas B. and Dangerous Dan. I already ate my muffin, man. <laughs> How you, Dan? How you doing? That was a thick muffin, man. That was a good muffin. Yep. Conroe Coffee gave us the muffins. Well, they didn't give it to us. We actually had to buy them. But uh, they're good muffins. Um, we have a hell of a show for you all today. Doug, you shouldn't be complaining. You got a veteran's discount. That's right, I did. Thank you, Conroe Coffee. I got a veteran's discount. I will take my veteran's discount. there. Um, so, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I remember. As always, a little housekeeping before we start today. You can contact Veterans Air through our website at www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or better yet, text us in the studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. And the little girl, our social media director, will take your call or your text. Call. Call. She hates it. She hates it. Call. <laughs> it's on silence, so maybe it'll vibrate. I don't know. We never get any calls. Does anyone ever listen to our show? We got three listeners. One of you three are listening. Jerry, you're out there. Um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about how to make a wino. How to make a wino? A wino. That, that, that could be true. Um, and before I announce our guest... Um, I got to do that. I have to say happy birthday to my brother, Sean. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sean. Happy birthday to you. You're in Walt Disney World. You suck, brother. Just want to let you know that. And we have a very important announcement. And I'm going to take credit for it, but in a kind of offhanded sort of way, because I really don't want to take credit for this. But we have a longtime listener out there, Michael Derry. Out in uh, Massachusetts, I believe he's today. Um, Michael is a longtime listener to the show. If he can't get us live, if he's actually working, he listens to our archives at veteransair.us slash archives.html. And uh, every single show, and he always has a comment, and they're good comments. We like Michael. Um, and I think that we may have corrupted this young man. Good. Because he joined the Navy. Oh. Yes. I already told him he was a squib. He had to look it up. He texted me back. I think that's a derogatory term. Yeah, they, yes. yes. Hey, Michael, congratulations for, for joining the military. We appreciate your future service. Have fun in boot camp. They're going to teach you how to shine shoes. and Have fun moving the Marines around. Yes, yes. Hey, Michael, um, if you're out there and you're listening, because I know you that you are, you know why they keep Marines on naval vessels? Those sailors have someone to dance with. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get to our show because we have a awesome show for you today. Um, we have on the phone with us live from Fran San Francisco, the world-renowned master sommelier and wine expert, Catherine Follis, a.k.a. Grape Goddess. Goddess, are you with us? I am. Good morning, Doug and Muffin Man Dan. I think I can hear you now. Hello? I hear you now. They didn't have my okay. headphones on. I couldn't hear you. I was totally oh. unprepared. Um, everybody listening, this is a special broadcast. We've gone off the, the far end, and uh, we're going to talk about wine today because it is the holidays. And um, Catherine is the world-renowned master sommelier, grape god and grape goddess. She knows everything there is to know about grapes and wine. As a matter of fact, she has a new book out. 
the 10 grapes to know, and I have read this and look, can you, can you see it? I actually have a bookmark. Um, <laughs> so I, I read this and it was, it was very, you know, now I've known Catherine for, for years now, and she has been trying to bring a little culture into my life and teach me about wines. Um, uh, I was asked once, uh, what type of wine that I liked. And uh, I said, I don't remember the name, but it comes in a box. And, and I think that and uh, Mule Train 2020 is, is a good wine. Mule Train? Mule Train 2020. MD 2020. That's, that's Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's wine. <laughs> I know Boone's Farm is, and I drank, drank a lot of that when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, are you shaking your head? I'm shaking my head. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, um, are you safe from the fires in California? Yes, thankfully we've had a, a really good amount of rain, and so the fires are out. Um, thankfully, for those folks that were right in the affected areas, <clears throat> um, but now with all of the rains, there is a risk of flooding. But the good news is that the rain has stopped, and then it'll, it'll start up again, and then it'll stop again. So, you know, it what's happening now is that the air quality is much better which is good for everybody, but there's still a lot of displaced folks, people without homes, without schools for their kids to go to. And it's the holidays. It's really heartbreaking, you know, when they have no place to go for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or New Year's Eve and the kids, you know, don't have the, you know, the whole town of paradise was wiped out. So there's, there's no school to go to. I mean, there's just nothing that's gone. Yeah, Dan's over so, here shaking his head. Uh, he was there in the wildfires. Yeah. I was in Chico mm -hmm. uh, when, yeah. when I started. Wow. Evacuating from yeah. the wildfires, not a good thing. No, no. <clears throat> so I want to give a shout out to um, their GoFundMe page. I think you're going to do that in a little while so we can get listeners a chance to help out if they'd like to. Oh. Even if it's a couple bucks, it'll help them. That, that is right. Thank you for reminding me. Um, everybody go on over to veteransair.us slash archives.html and you will find the links for today's shows over there. And one of those links will be the GoFundMe site for uh, Butte County, where you can uh, uh, donate directly to the county to help the folks that were displaced and are attempting to rebuild and living in a tent right now for the holidays because of the wildfires. Right. Um, hanging out in the Home Depot in Chico. Hanging out in the Home Depot in Chico. I know. It's pretty scary. So do what you can, everybody. Give a little, whatever you can, and help these guys out. So, And a huge thank you to the first responders, by the way. They were very quick. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, we're big supporters here at Veterans Air of the first responders, police, fire department. Because um, truly, they are the ones that come get us when we're foobarred. That's a military term, Michael. You'll learn that. Um, when we're foobarred, and people don't appreciate that where the normal mm -hmm. reaction is to run away from the danger. These are the people that run into the danger to come get us. Right. To get you, Doug. They get you. <laughs> well, I don't know. I know a bunch of firemen out there. They might not come get me. Lucas, <laughs> yeah, Lucas, if you're listening, you have to come get me. That is your job. You have to really come get me. Yes, and, and Lucas, if you're single, you can come get me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> Catherine, goddess. Tell us about yes. yourself. Now, I, I, I know all about you because I've read your book, and, and I could not pronounce most of the words in it, just so you know. Um, well, so this will be an I interesting give, interview. 
I did give phonetic pronunciation guides to help people like you. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> but it's okay because, Doug, the good news is you're not alone. Most people don't know how to say most of these great names. And that's one of the things that makes it so complicated and, and quite frankly, more intimidating than it should be. You know, um, I'm making fun of you because we're friends and we have been for a long time and I feel comfortable. But the whole point of this book, 10 Grades to Know, is that, you know, I want it to be something that you look at and appreciate. It's engaging. It's fun. It's down to earth. It's, uh, it's a reality check. It's just these are tips about some grapes that you might be familiar with. You might not. You may want to explore uh, one of these grapes. Um, and I give you wines. You know, a lot of the wines in the books are under $20. There are a couple of wines that are $4 a bottle, and they're all widely available. So this is a real book for real people who are buying wine at Walmart or Trader Joe's or Specs uh, or wherever you shop. Um, and I paired these wines with foods that you can find in the frozen food aisle. You know, such I as have lean cuisine or it, frozen it, pizza. I, yeah. I have noticed that. Um, we're going to talk about that. Um, Good. Because I, I, I've never known, you know, I'm not a wine guy. It's like, you know, am I supposed to be serving wine? And if so, what wine am I supposed to be serving? But I want to get back to you. I want you to, do, okay. to briefly tell our listeners who you are and why you are the grape goddess. Well, I wanted to learn. I wanted to work, I should say, in uh, some place in the world or with something in the world that was less bleak than the world I grew up in. I lived in a lot of inner city environments. I lived in some rough gang infested neighborhoods. I didn't go to the best of schools. I didn't have, you know, a kind of a stable home life. Um, I had a lot of responsibilities early on raising siblings and step siblings and then half siblings. And so I, when I, you know, by the time I got to the point that I was a teenager and I could kind of see uh, an escape coming up, (laughs) um, I had this kind of uh, wanderlust. I wanted to see the world. And so I would work and take all my money and, you know, I do two or three jobs, bartending, whatever, you know, and I would take my wad of cash and I would just get one of these cheap flights to Europe that you could get from Manhattan in those days for like 150 bucks. And I would get over there and I would just kind of like, okay, now what do I do? And I would travel by train and I would just get off at whatever stop. And, you know, I started to see that at every every little town or village or even in the bigger cities um, that there were fruit markets and there were these beautiful peaches and tomatoes and, 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 and then the bake shops and the, the bread and the croissants and just everything, the, the, the gelato, the ice cream. I mean, everything that you wanted to eat actually tasted better than you expected. Um, and then I started beyond, you know, satisfying my, my innate, you know, hunger. I started to look around and notice that the buildings were beautiful and that people were dressed, you know, very nicely. And then I started registering the languages and, you know, my senses were just on fire. It's like they had this awakening, you know, and part of this whole package was, you know, was chocolate. Part of it was all the licorice, you know, at every different stand in Italy, there's, a stand that has 40 kinds of licorice, you know, and, and, um, well, that's it. We're and going part to of this was, Oh, it's amazing. I, I you know, and, licorice. Oh, <laughs> well, no. well then I can't, this interview has to end right now. I'm sorry. 
No, I'm teasing. Um, and part of it was wine, you know, and wine was something that even I on my $5 a day budget could afford. You know, we would meet up with a couple of others, stay in a youth hostel or camp out or whatever. And we got our bread, we got our cheese, we got our wine. And it was just through wine, I started to understand the different cultures. And I started to want to learn about the history, which is something I was never interested in before. And through wine, I started to understand that, you know, the world was so rich and had so much to offer. And, you know, I, I just, I got the bug, but I still didn't know when I came back from my travels in Europe that I would work in wine specifically. I thought maybe I'll work at the food court, you know, in the mall, or maybe I'll open a bake shop or maybe I'll sell chocolates. And I ended up, my first job wasn't in wine and uh, my first several jobs weren't in wine. They were in hotel sales. So I ended up taking all the way till my late twenties to actually start working specifically in wine. And by then I knew that was it. I was, that had found something that I felt would interest me forever. Yeah, and it hasn't, it hasn't let me down. <laughs> I got a question for you. You are a master sommelier. Yes. And I've actually seen you do your sommelier. Is that, is that a word? Sommelier? Um, uh, you can say Psalm uh, is the new kind of, since the movies came out, Psalm is kind of the, the street word for sommelier. So you can say Psalm or Psalming, sure. Some Easier than dude. sommelier. I'm, I'm Urban Dictionary. Um, so what does a Psalm do? Well, in a restaurant, basically you... You, uh, when the restaurant opens, there's a lot of stuff you do before people get there. But when guests come in, you go to the table and present them with a wine list. And, you know, if they're interested, you can, you know, uh, help them pick a bottle for their meal. Um, you know, you're a lot more than that. You sometimes are also the manager. Uh, sometimes you're, you know, maybe a server as well as a sommelier. Sometimes you're a wine director of multiple locations and you're not on the floor, but you have to train the sommeliers that are. Um, you know, before the restaurant opens, you're meeting with vendors and selecting wines and updating your wine list and, you know, working on inventory and, and POS systems and all of that and going to tastings and meeting producers and going to lunches and tasting wine. And when you're off, you're traveling as much as you can to visit these wineries uh, and wine regions all over the world. It's really important for your education. Um, so you really got to get out there and taste wine and travel and and dine with the producers. It's really a hard job. <laughs> and this is what makes you a master sommelier. And for our, our readers, our list, our readers, yeah, we have people that can read. We do have. Uh, that's good. I'm glad they can read. <laughs> <laughs> for for our listeners that uh, that don't know, um, I was saying before that that you are a master sommelier and sommelier som. I'm sorry, Catherine. I don't mean to mispronounce mm -hmm. what it is that you do. I really don't. Um, just think of just think of summer. If you can say summer, summer, and take off the R and make it an L and say summel, 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 and then say yay, the wine is here. Summel, yay. yay! Oh, man, I do that. See that? You can teach me things. There you go. I so, can. Um, Very good. What What's your favorite region for wine to come out of? Oh boy. Well, you know, I live in California. I've lived. I, I was raised on the East Coast, and I tasted a lot of the European wines first, and my heart goes there, and my palate tends to go there. But I live in California, so if I didn't say California wine, I probably would be kicked out of the industry. Uh, <laughs> but in addition to California, um, 
all up and down the state. You know, there's Napa Valley, of course, the most iconic and famous, but every, uh, there, there are so many regions that are amazing in the state. And in particular, I'm a huge fan of Lodi Old Vines Inns. But in addition, um, I would have to say, you know, France is really critical and important in wine theory and, and benchmark wines of the world, but I'm a huge fan of Italian wines. Uh, and then I'm a kind of a recent convert to New Zealand, not only for their amazing, vibrant, kind of colorful and flashy Sauvignon Blancs, but they have these really beautiful dialed back Pinot Noirs. And I just am a huge fan, as you can see in my book, because there are dozens of New Zealand Pinot Noirs in the Pinot Noir chapter, uh, because they're such beautiful dialed back wines, and they are so expressive, and they're really nicely priced, under 30 bucks for the most part. I didn't know New Zealand did wine. Um, mm-hmm. this, this yeah, t- there's more than bungee jumping and, and movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, New Zealand is, is, is famous just for the movies. I mean, you couldn't have made The Hobbit without New Zealand. All the Lord yeah. Lords. That's right. Well, I mean, it's two islands in the middle of nowhere. The closest country is Antarctica, you know, and a little farther, not much further, is Australia. So they're really isolated and dramatic and, and rugged and, you know, uh, great. Uh, uh, and cool. It's very cool to cold, but there's a lot of sunshine. It's extreme UV there. Uh, there's actually a hole in the ozone layer. Um, and so that extreme UV, even though it's so cold, allows the grapes to ripen slowly. And um, they pick up a lot of extra flavor while maintaining natural acidity, which sounds kind of geeky. And I don't want to get too technical here, but I mean, these wines are so expressive and so beautifully balanced and fresh and delicate and really very nicely priced. Um, let's talk about your book. Mm-hmm. Now, so you wrote this book, and who did you write the book for? Is it for other wine experts? Oh, no. Other wine experts have already said, oh, my gosh, Catherine, only 10 grapes. There are hundreds of grapes. And I was like, yes, I know that. You know that, and I know that, but this is not for you and I. I mean, this is for the people I see in the grocery store, in Target, in Walmart, you know, in the wine shop, you know, just struggling, looking at a wall of Chardonnay, which one should I pick? And then they end up going for the critter or the one that says buttered popcorn or whatever it is, you know, and it ends up being not the best choice, but how on earth are you supposed to choose? And so I've spent, you know, my career um, trying to be a consumer advocate and trying to figure out a way to help people. Um, And so I wanted to create a buying guide uh, that has a lot of useful information in the introductory section if you want to read it, but you don't have to. If you want a nice white wine, you can go to any of the white grape chapters. The chapters follow a template, and you can read a little bit about the history, a little bit about the grape, and then you can see through my um, giving each grape a dating profile uh, and a musician. You know, you can start to feel the personality of it without diving too deep into technical wine knowledge. You don't have to go there. And beyond that, I have food and wine pairing. I have dishes that you can find at the grocery store. You know, there are some that are more elaborate. There are some meal kits if you want to go a little bit more upscale. But this is really, you know, it's Tuesday night. I don't want to spend more than $20. I'd like to spend around $10. What do I I buy? And so you open the page to the under $20 wine 
section and then you find that on the shelf. And if you want to pair it with frozen dumplings, then there you go. If you want to pair it with a Reuben sandwich, you know, from uh, Subway or wherever, oh, yeah. you can do that. You know, I mean, there's this is, I think, the first kind of uh, ever attempt to actually match wines. A wine expert such as myself, a master sommelier, I was the fifth woman in the world to earn the title. It's my 20th year of being a master sommelier. You know, I bring an incredible amount of expertise to the table, but I'm bringing it to people that really don't know where to begin or are turned off or just want a nice bottle of wine and a frozen dinner and, and you're done. This, you let, know. let me interrupt you for a second because I, I've done a disservice to the uh, my listeners. I made all those great graphics and nowhere on there did I put um, how to find you on the internet. And we are an internet radio station along with being, you know, on uh, FM 104.5 and 106.1. Um, did I get those numbers right, Dick? <sighs> Got it right finally after a year. Um, if you're listening and you want to know um, more about the Grape Goddess and more about wines and, and see the ratings for the wines, go over to her website. It's www.planetgrape.com and planetgrapewinereview.com. And there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of wine reviews where she has reviewed each wine and tells you about the wine. Um, and, and for the average Joe who's putting on um, a dinner party, putting on a holiday festive, having people over. Um, uh, Patreon and I had uh, had a house full for Thanksgiving this year. Dan was there. Yes, um, and I forgot to take the leftovers. That's okay. <laughs> There's more for me. Um, but, you know, it, it, traditionally you'd serve a wine, but you have no yes. idea what to serve. And, and right. that, that, that tends to intimidate people a lot. I know I'm intimidated by it. So, mm-hmm. um for you listeners out there, I called in a favor and I asked the goddess if she would. And, and I, want you, I want you all to understand just how awesome this woman is because she gets paid literally buku bucks to do this. She has curated a wine list for Veterans Air listeners. And uh, if you go over to veteransair.us slash archives.html for the download links, you will find this document right here. She has curated for us four wines um, for the 2018 holiday season. And all of these wines are available at our local Specs Wine, Wine Spirits, and Finder Foods here in Conroe under $20. So Dick's looking going, hey, where's my list? <laughs> um, you have to go to the website to get it, veteransair.us slash archives.html. Um, she has gone out, she spent the time for us and picked out four wines that we should have for our holiday festivities. And they are in the book, and I have, uh, I have bookmarked them so I can follow along. Um, Catherine, can you take us through each one of these wines? The first one is the Craggy Range Single Vineyard de Muna. I'm not even going to try it. Go ahead. You got the <laughs> Go for it. Come on, you, you could do it. You're doing fine. But I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll um, take you through these four wines. So it's good to have a selection of wines, but you don't want to overdo it. I 
if you just want one white and one red, you can do that as well. But if you have these four, you have every taste covered. So the first one is a Sauvignon Blanc, <clears throat> and it's from the producer known as Craggy Range, and it is from a vineyard, a single vineyard called Timuna Road, and it's from New Zealand. And I am, as I was saying, a huge fan of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, but some of them are a little over uh, uh, expressive. Some of them are really a little bit too loud and flashy and um, a very exaggerated style. But this one is is slightly less um, flamboyant, if you will, so it may please more people. It'll certainly please anyone that likes a light, crisp, fresh wine. It's got beautiful uh, ripe peach and tropical notes. It's got that zingy grassiness to it as well. And it's nicely uh, uh, balanced and dry and refreshing. Um, it's a great kind of first wine as people come in the door. Uh, and it's one of those things that will really kind of spark your appetite, really uh, zesty and alive. Um, this second wine is called no, Leonier. Hang on, hang on. Don't, don't go with okay. the second wine yet. Let's still hang on with, the, with this uh, um, Sauvignon Blanc. Did I pronounce that right? So, I'm pretty good. Sauvignon. 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 Yeah, I speak if French, you think right? of yawn, like, oh, yawn, Sauvignon. Um, <laughs> while I was reading your book here, uh, um, in each chapter, specifically looking at, at the wines that you have curated for us. Um, I like the matchmaking section. And for oh, this particular you. wine, um, she's paired up what this wine would go well with. And I was really, really shocked because I'm reading this as a Texan. I'm a Texan. Yes, I'm, I'm transplanted Dixie of the end. You're not really Texan. I know I'm a damn Yankee. It's Carpet, okay. But carpet bagger. But check this out. This wine goes with fish tacos. Fish tacos. Uh, it goes with mm -hmm. cheese, Swiss cheese. I love Swiss cheese. And this goes, this wine goes with lean cuisine, butternut squash ravioli. Mm -hmm. Darlene, if you're listening, and I know you're a big lean cuisine eater, this wine <laughs> is the wine that goes with butternut squash ravioli. I think I actually saw that in your freezer last time I was down. So guess what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> I, I will hold off on my, uh, my my crazy cat lady joke then. <laughs> <laughs> now, for, uh, for those of you that use the food service deliveries, such as a Blue Apron, this wine goes with summer vegetable quesadillas with roasted sweet potatoes and lime sour cream. Summer vegetable quesadillas. That sounds so, really good. <laughs> it, it does. It does. And I was, I was really, really shocked that you were able to, that you did the pairing in such a way. I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that, this, when I started yeah. reading the book. And I, I thought it was, oh. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. This is, this is matchmaking, if you, as you so eloquently put it in the book, for me. Now, now I know that, that, you know, if I'm going to have people over and, as as Dan and, and little girl know, we had you know little appetizers beforehand. We had an art to finish dip and whatnot. And um, though we're not large uh, drinkers, we had a house full, and people do like their wine. And now mm -hmm. I can you know with armed with this book, the ten grapes to know, um, I can now serve a wine without actually being embarrassed because I was a little bit. I am a little bit intimidated by wine. I am. Um, but let's go to the well, next that... one. Okay. This is so the, the next wine. wine... 
the next wine, the grape is called Viognier, and it is, yes, it's not that well known, and there's not a lot of it out there. I almost didn't include it in the book, but I wanted people to have the chance to discover it because it's so exotic, and it's floral and perfumed, and it's also unctuous and round and creamy like a Chardonnay, so it has the weight that people love and that creaminess that people love of a Chardonnay and the opulence, but it's not buttery and it's not like apple pie and all of that. It's more like, you know, apricot and apricot and cream uh, with a, uh, uh, with some uh, fresh blossoms, orchard blossoms, apple blossoms, uh, or honeysuckle. It's really kind of perfumed and exotic. Um, and I love it because it is just so different. It kind of captures you right away. It's a little bit intoxicating. Um, it's also not nearly as vibrant or zesty or alive or lean sometimes as Sauvignon Blanc. It's a little bit more fuller. It's a little bit more round and satisfying and, and uh, richer, you know, uh, on, on, in texture. And the wild horse uh, comes from the Paso Robles area um, in, on the central coast of California. Uh, and it's really, really kind of um, soft and opulent and fleshy and floral, all of those things that make it really delicious. Now, you see, and I'm it's going, amazing. Under under 20 bucks, it's amazing. I am actually going to go out and get this wine. And I'm going to buy this wine specifically for the matching. Okay. Because this Before wine... Before you start, I'm going to... I'm gonna make a guess and this sounds like a dessert wine it it doesn't have to be um and there are there are dessert versions of it that are uh sweet they're late harvest but it's actually a dry wine but it does blend beautifully with dishes that have fruit in them specifically peaches or apricots well this is why i say i'm going to buy it because i can have people over and we can discuss you know um, religion and, and politics, um, <laughs> and I can serve cheese with crackers and dried apricots. I yes, actually, there I, you go. That is actually a very good snack, very healthy snack, and, and I like that. And I can have this wine with it. Mm-hmm. Now, for all of you Texans out here, I want to let you know that that your everyday matchmaking pairing with these grilled prawns and peaches. Hmm. Um, fish taco with mango, cilantro, corn, and corn tortillas. Baked cod with peaches and lemon oil. Um, lean cuisine. Were you lean cuisine eaters? Chicken pecan. <laughs> that is the correct pronunciation. Hey, Texans, is that the correct pronunciation? Is it pecan or pecan? Depends on which area of Texas. Yeah, see, we, you know, we're big enough to be a country. It's, it's a pecan. I always said pecans. I said pecans when I first get down, got down here, and Miss Honey, she made me go out and cut a switch because I was pronouncing it wrong. Pecan. Um, frozen orange chicken, and I know how to make orange chicken, by the way, everybody. Um, mm. and, and check out these cheeses that I go with, and I actually eat these cheeses. Laughing Cow Spreadable Wedges. Baby Bell Cheese. Yum. You open my refrigerator, there's baby bell cheese in there. And I can actually sit there with this wine and, and, and not go, damn, thank you, Catherine. Great pairing. <laughs> and and I, I just like it just for the, the name of it, Wild Horse. They could have done better. They could have done Wild Mustang. That, I, I don't know. I think they, they got a good Wild Horse done. Yeah, well. 
Hey, you know, there's not a lot of pictures in your book here, Catherine. I gotta let you know that. I, I think <laughs> I think for your next book, I think you need to send me the wines to take pictures of. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. It's Let's on the air it. now. Everybody knows. Um, yes. I'll I'll let my publisher know that <laughs> that's a requirement for the next edition. <laughs> Um, and by the way, I, I don't know who the publisher was. I, I, I know that I, I sent them over the photo, but um, this is a quality book. Um, I'm really, you know, I, I don't know the Countryman Press as a name, but this is still this book. This is a nice feeling book. Thank you. It is it's like that in between cover. It's not a hard cover. It's not a hard cover yet. It's, it's not a, a soft cover. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it, it feels good. It feels like a quality product. And Thank I'm, you. I. I'm I like it guy. to be something you can take into the shop with you. It's small enough to kind of put into your, your bag or, you know, uh, carry it in with you to, to the wine shop or the grocery store so you can use the buying guide. Yeah, it does kind of remind me of a travel guide. Yes, nice. it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? Was, was, that a, was that a conscious thought when you uh, were putting this together? To make it look like a travel guide? Um, well, you know, the design part of it was uh, – not so much something that I did. I was involved in it, but they, the, you know, Norton, um, the owner of Countryman Press, uh, their team was really good as far as what they thought would work well and be well received by consumers out there. Um, you know, as far as the look and the price and all of that, um, it's not a, not a paperback, but it's not a hardbound, you know, uh, standard hardcover, which would have made it you know, more like a $40 book than a $24.95 book. And, um, you know, we wanted something that was accessible and approachable and friendly. Um, and I wanted something, as far as the content, you know, I, I wanted each chapter to be very similar in format. So I created a chapter template so that once you read one, you can read a chapter in five or seven minutes. You know, and next time you have five or seven minutes, you can read another chapter and it follows the same exact format. So, you know, what's coming. Um, and so I wanted it to be digestible, manageable. I wanted to use approachable language. I wanted to people, people to feel like I was with them as they were reading it. Um, it, and, it, it, it is very, very well put together. Um, oh, thank you. And you all listening, if you're interested in the book, you can get it over at Amazon.com. Um, there is a direct link from that's, that's there. Amazon. Amazon. It's Amazon, not Amazon. I'm just letting you know it's a Texas thing. It's Amazon. <laughs> the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> yeah, hey, everybody, did, did, did you catch his voice? We actually have Engineer Dick with us today. We, we like having you on the show. We I appreciate it. I'm learning a lot. Here, it, it, um, no, nothing against, uh, um, what's his name? Who was, who was Ethan. 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 Ethan, you're a great guy, but. You know, I just got used to having Dick on my shows after after a year. Um, we're coming up on our anniversary soon, too. Yes. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should get a bottle of wine. We should. I think that's we a great should. idea. We should. We gave away cake last year on our on our, our birthday, on our anniversary. We gave away cake. Uh, I bought a sheet cake, put it out front, and told everyone to come by and get a piece of cake. And had a little sign out there that said free cake. Nobody took a free piece of cake. I don't understand why. But, Dick, if we put free wine along with it, Maybe that'll go. And just invite them on the air with you? Sure. Dan? I yeah. think that'd be good. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work for me. But, have, but in order to get it in the studio to get on, on air, they have to buy a copy of my book and bring it to your studio. 
we're going to get you to come to Texas one day and get you to, <laughs> hey, I, I, by the way, by the way, thank you for the book. How come it is not autographed? Am, am I like, you know, oh. second-class friend, you know, just a, a casual acquaintance? I don't get an autographed copy of the book? <laughs> is this your way of saying I need uh, to come back out to Frisco? Yes, you have to come back out and take some more photos. Okay, um, I, and, and I promise that I will not lose my photo card next time that I come out. Um, where uh -huh. are we at time-wise? Oh, we're, we're running short on time, so we're going we're gonna to have to move this along. All right, the next one is the Villa Maria Pinot Noir. Right, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Um, so this is another wine from New Zealand, and it's Pinot Noir, which is light, pretty red that tastes like raspberries and uh, cherries and sometimes root beer, cherry cola, something like that. Uh, it's from Villa Maria, one of the larger producers in New Zealand, and this is from the South Island, a region called Opera, and it's really kind of light and tart uh, with nice raspberry fruit. It's, it's bright. It's got uh, a nice tart, fresh, lemony quality to it, so it goes beautifully with food. Uh, it goes really well with dishes that have mushrooms in them. Um, there are a lot of vegan, vegetarian, uh, gluten-free options uh, in the food pairings, so, you know, this is something that you could have, you know, uh, with a gluten-free mushroom pizza on a Wednesday night. You know, um, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Villa Maria, and it, again, it's very easy to find. Um, uh, it's as easy to find as my book, <laughs> which, by the way, is also available in your independent bookseller. So your favorite independent uh, bookstore near you um, should have my book as well. That's 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 awesome. Um, this is this is for for you, for me. Uh, yes, this one is for you because check this out. Um, this goes with ham and brie sandwiches. It goes with um, uh, lean cuisine beef pot roast, and like I said, this is for you. Marie Callender's roast turkey breast and stuffing. You don't even have to eat leftovers, or if you were coming for leftovers, you could pair it with this one. I'm still waiting for the one that pairs with cheesecake. Is there a wine that pairs with cheesecake, Catherine? There, yes, there is a wine that pairs with cheesecake. <laughs> you are, you're in luck. You're, you're, you're in luck. Fantastic. E email it, email it to us. All right, the last okay. one, the last one is Clinker Brick Zinfandel Old Vine 2009. The only wine on here, by the way, that I could pronounce without having to look at the pronunciations in the book. Very good. Yes. And Vince Vidal is kind of an all-American grape, even though it's not native here. We do it better here in America than anywhere else in the world. So go America. We have one. <laughs> uh, Zinfandel is rich and plush and it's like berry jam and, and it's chocolatey and uh, delicious and, and bold and, um, and, and, and very, very uh, almost, um, intense uh, and rich. And so the, while the Pinot Noir is very light and tart, the Old Vine Zinfandel is the opposite. This Clinker Brick is a producer in Lodi, and some of the vines are over 100 years old, which makes the fruit off of these plants very intense. And so you have not just the classic flavors of Zinfandel, which everybody loves, you know, the jammy, fruity qualities and and the nice kind of baking spice from the oak and the chocolate and the mocha and all of that but there's other flavors as well from this old vine these old vine uh 
plants, um, producing uh, kind of really small, uh, intensely fruited grapes. And so um, the other thing about Lodi Old Vine Zins is look at the price. I mean, these, these should be double or triple their prices. And every time I go to Lodi, I tell the producers, why are your wines so inexpensive? You know, my friends are like, Catherine, be quiet. Don't say that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> because for the consumer, it's such a, a, a great value. Uh, you know, and there are a lot of great zins that are just kind of more tutti fruity, and I've got a couple of them, you know, mentioned in the book and, and pointed out for you. But when you get, when you get to the old vine category, you're opening up a whole nother layer of dimension to the wine, and it just makes it really interesting and impressive too. These are great, impressive uh, wines for gifts. This is like the best wine you could choose for a gift. Um, I'm going to tell you why that. that. I'm attracted to the Zinfandel. Now, over the years, you've learned that I like the dessert wines that you send me and the ice wines and, and the Rieslings because I, I spent significant time in Germany. My wife's from Germany. Um, so I like it. I like a nice Riesling. I like, I like Traumilch. I didn't know mm -hmm. Germany was known for wine. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Germany makes some fine wines. And I'm not just talking Mad Dog 2020. I mean, they make <laughs> fine wines. Um, <laughs> But I like this wine because this is, I, I consider this an all-purpose wine. Because I'm not one to sit down and, you know, just drink a glass of wine after, after dinner. Hey, this would make a great gift for Tanya. Because she's a wine drinker. What, and the it, wine book? Well, the, the wine book, but, but also the specific wine. Oh, okay. She, the matchmaking, Catherine's matchmaking on this really, really impressed me. Listen to this with the Zinfandel. Salmon, lake trout, halibut, orange glazed duck roast, turkey, beef stroganoff, um, slow braised beef, roasted leg of lamb with rosemary. I've made this. That's damn good. That's damn good. Uh, Wood-fired pizza, sausage and peppers. Yum. Um, zucchini, bell peppers, eggplants, stuffed green peppers. Patreon makes a mean stuffed beef pepper. Um, excuse me. <coughs> Being cuisine fans, Santa Fe style rice and beans, healthy choice, Korean-inspired beef bowl. We got to try some of that since we're closing out the show. Enchiladas. Zinfandel goes with enchiladas. And mm -hmm. as a snack, I think this has to be a misprint because you put this under snack, but we'll take it. And uh, if I get yelled at from Patreon, I'm going to say, but the goddess says this is a snack. Reuben sandwich with white Zinfandel. We can get Rubens today. We could. We could. We, we could. Yep. Um, it's a great pairing. It's a really delicious pairing. Now, these 10 grapes to know um, doesn't make you a wine expert, doesn't make you a, a wine snob. But after reading this book, I come to understand that there is such a wide range of wines just in these 10 groups. My, no, oh, sorry. Just just within these ten groups, that you could spend a lifetime sampling each one of these wines. Mm -hmm. Thus, that circles back to your earlier comment. Today on the show, we're going to make a wino. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> we should. I have five minutes. I have just enough time to close out the show then and do my my theme song, don't I? My theme song takes three minutes. Catherine. I want to thank you so much Absolutely. for being on the show. It was very educational. 
And, and listeners, if you have any questions, please go on over to planetgrape.com or drop us an email and we'll get it over to Catherine because she is the grape goddess. Yes. She knows more about wines than we could ever possibly know. And she's very, she's really nice. She'll answer your questions. Um, we, we normally have a parting gift, but since you're in California, um, I'm going to have to send you a part. Hey, can we get a knife in California? Do they allow that? Uh, I've used it for cutting cheese with wine, yes. Ooh. We have, we have, we have, a, we have special <laughs> bitter glitter veterinarian knives that we give as parting gifts. We'll, we'll drop one in the mail for you. Oh, thank you. Your, your gift of having me on your show is enough. <laughs> hey, Tom Miles, I said hi, by the way. I will. And thank, thank you. you so much for being here. Um, hopefully we can get you back one day. We'll, uh, we'll talk. We'll do it. Maybe we'll do a dessert wine testing. Oh, yes. Um, there's one there's if, if tell Dan to look in his Zinfandel chapter, there's a, there's a dessert Zinfandel in there that he could pair with his cheesecake. Yeah. He's, yes. he's, you can't, you'll see it on Facebook. He's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Doug and Dan and Dick. I appreciate it. And, uh, appreciate it. And thanks for supporting 10 grapes to know and planet grape. Thank you Thank so you. much, Catherine. Yeah. All right, we're, Take care. Um, Dick tells me that I have four minutes left. So really quick, you'll notice that we didn't do events in December. That's because there are more events than, than I could shake a stick at. You can throw up a stick and you can hit an event. But if you go on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Air, you will see a whole bunch of events there. And as they come to us, we will post them for you. So keep watching Veterans Air on Facebook for the local events. Dan, you want to give our, our, our sponsor a shout-out? Absolutely. Shout-out to our sponsor. Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, full-service business and marketing consultants helping vets start and fund their businesses for 25 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044. That was very well done. Thank you. I've been you're, practicing. Yeah, you're getting used to that. Um, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. I go brain dead. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I also, I also wanted to mention um, our, our other uh, favorite uh, company out there, bitterglitter.us. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya is actually working on bitter glitter jewelry, oh. bitter glitter baking jewelry. So watch the bitter glitter site. Those will be coming up really soon. And um, that about wraps up our show. Remember to tune in January 1st at 1 p.m., for a very special Veterans Air rebroadcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dan, we are rebroadcasting. Oh, I'm well aware. And and the reason being is is it is New Year's Day. Dan and I, if we do it correctly, will be too hung over to speak coherently. We got the book of of to get us there. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna do something for our, our our listeners. We are going to go through and and check out each one of these wines just for y'all. We're we're doing that for you as a public service. Um, so we're not going to be here, but we're going to uh, rebroadcast. We're going to rebroadcast EMW um, uh, Financial um, that we did earlier in the year mm-hmm. um, because this is January. A lot of us will be either starting new businesses or expanding our businesses. That's right. And Darlene has a lot of good information for veterans on how to do that and programs that are out there. So tune in on January 1st and listen to that show. And this month, I want to leave you with our song by our good friend, Sailor Jerry, with the song called Strong. And thank you, Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry just sent me a handwritten autographed copy of the lyrics to Strong. 
And you can go get this from SailorJerryMusic.com, iTunes, Amazon. Check out our website. It's there, too. While listening to this, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today are standing in harm's way for our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform, I want to say to you, thank you. I want to tell you that I'm proud of you. Until next month, stay safe, stay vigilant. Tattoo on the back of his arm since 65. I've been to hell and back, but I'm still alive. It's those 18 months holding tough in that desert sun. It's a mama waiting back home with a little one. It's a rock.